we mentioned really two aspects. In other words, you have to get onto a thing, and when you're in the thing, you have to you have to go you have to push it through and go through it. Oh, we mentioned Habiyas Kanamer, etc. He used the word fierce. That's what we talk great. Okay. And and uh, we know that Shlomo Melech gave us a tremendously uh, picturesque uh, explanation of what laziness is like. I passed by the field of a lazy man, by the vineyard of a person without sense, he says, without heart. The whole thing was full of thistles, etc. full of nettles, etc. And I looked at it and I and I paid attention and my heart put my heart to it. So I saw it and I took Musar. What do you have to do? A little bit of sleep. A little bit of no, a little sleep, a little slumber. etc. etc. And suddenly poverty is upon you. You don't need much. Apart from this simple explanation, which is true as you hear it, that's what happens to a lazy person's field. They made a beautiful. They explained a beautiful medrash. What does it mean? It's all full of nettles or thorns. The person wants to know the perush of what he's learning, and he doesn't know it. Kasupanov, what does that mean? Because he didn't work God forbid what happens. The person says that what's Tahar is Tame, Umatar is Tame, and what's Tame he says is Tahar. Uparates Gidran shall Taminachamim and he and he breaches the fences of Taminachamim. Ma'an shall shall say what's his punishment? Shlomo Fair Shah Shlomo explained Uparates Gadda Yishkanim Nachash says in Kohalas that a person who breaks through the fences can be bitten by a snake. He rasatul in a bobasachas because the misfortune of a lazy person doesn't happen in one shot. El Mahad Mahat little by little, below Shiadabiagish, but without him knowing or feeling it. Kinahu Nimshach mi raw raw, he just he just continues from one bad thing to another. Achi Matse Tavu until he's immersed in the extreme and the, uh, uh, the extremes of of wickedness of badness. At the beginning, all he does is he, does, he doesn't he's just missing the proper effort or, or bother with something that that would be fitting. Then what happens? He doesn't learn properly because he doesn't learn because of his lack of learning. When he tries to learn, he'll be missing understanding. Had, he, had, had that been all all of it, all that came out, that would have been a lot. But it gets worse. Why? Because it continues, gets continually worse because the person wants to, uh, wants to explain and you'll be able to explain and settle up this sugya or this this parsha. He'll explain it in a way that's not true according to the Torah. And he will destroy truth and, and, and reverse it. He'll transgress the takanos break through the fences but so for Chloya in the end is destruction like any person who breaks fences what does that mean I looked into it and I saw uh, the greatness of the of the misfortune the evil in it it's like poison it, what happens it goes in and it spreads little by little you don't really know it's not really recognizable to the person's dead and that's what it means, a little sleep, etc. And suddenly the poverty is upon you, etc., etc. So 
We see several times, we can see quite often that a person already gets to a place where he knows what his obligation is. It's become perfectly clear to him what's necessary for him to save himself. And that which he's obligated from the side of Hashem. Nevertheless, he leaves it. Not because he doesn't understand the obligation. Not for any other reason simply because the heaviness and laziness is just the way it is it overcomes him but how are you Omer and it says look I'll eat a little I'll sleep a little it's hard to go out Pashati is kutanti look I already got undressed I took my shirt off already how am I going to put it back on it's very hot it's cold, it's rainy there's a million things that stop you all the other types of excuses and all types of pretense that's a good word that the mouths of lazy people are full of this oh, there's a million excuses look, look, it's just not working out it's not, it's not, it's not really working out it's not going well it's, uh, they, it's, not, it's not happening we have, all kind, we have all kinds of language that's acceptable you know uh, uh, look, it's really just, it's just not happening, you know, it's, it's not really going, it's uh, whatever it is. We have a million, a million ways to say the same thing. And in the meantime, what happens, the Torah is left, it's just abandoned. And the worship of God is canceled. And a person abandons his creator. That's what Shlomo says. That... Uh, through laziness, the the uh, the, uh, the roof sinks in. And also, it's also like low hands. It means laziness. Also, the house leaks. If you'll ask the lazy person, he'll bring you he'll bring you chazals. Ask the lazy person, he'll bring chazals for you. Bring you psukim. And he'll bring you and, and he'll bring you all kinds of arguments, you know, logical arguments. That everybody will show him that each one of these things, all these things, will indicate for him according to his mistaken understanding, to make things easy for himself, and to leave him in the in the rest of his laziness. And this famous, you know, we I remember once with my friend Rabbi Letterman, also we had twenty, you know, so we decided we were going to. Uh, change something about ourselves so we first you know we got right into it and uh, about 15 20 30 minutes later when it's starting to get hard at 40 minutes you know we look out at each other said listen you know Rambam says, you know, they say, you know, but no, the Bali Musa say, you know, really, you know, you have to be careful if you go into an extreme, it can be dangerous, you know, and it can really knock you off, etc. We also, as the day passed, you know, we kept changing, we kept changing, we had new chazals to explain why we didn't have to do it as, as diff, as hard as we were, you know, to work as hard. We maybe really wasn't healthy. In the end, it was really going to stop us, and it was really going to learn less if we did it that way, etc. And so sometimes it's true, but that's the problem. The question is, what's making it take place? Is it taking place because the understanding forced us, or because, because we're lazy, and we find excuses? I mentioned many times to you about uh, about Rabbi Yosef Zundel how to decide if you should go to another town, whether it be a mitzvah to go to. He's sitting in town A, whether it's a mitzvah to go to town B and do something. So he's sitting, 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 making the cheshbon. Suddenly gets up, he gets into a wagon, you know, a taxi, and he travels to the other town. And they figure, that's it, he must have decided he's going to go do it. It must be the correct thing to know. He gets off the taxi, sits down on a bench in the other town, now sits down to make a cheshbon. Is this a mitzvah or not? 
What was the reason? All of a sudden it occurred to him that maybe his laziness or lack of desire to travel to town B was, was, was waiting down the argument that maybe it's not a mitzvah to go there and do it. So he went all the way to town B. And then sat down to decide, is this a mitzvah or not? Now there was no tircha anymore to travel. Now let's see objectively, is this the right thing to do or not? Incredible. Something incredible. You have to realize that that, that can happen. Usually, I can't, we can't make it absolute, but you'll, you'll see that generally if the, if, the reason you, if, if, if the real reason you have to stop something is because... Really, you know, you really should do it, but the Torah really says you shouldn't. You know, you, you would want it, you would be happy to do it, but the Torah doesn't want you to. You'll see you're not in a rush to stop. You're not in such a rush. If you're in a big rush to stop, there's a good chance it's you, not the, uh, not the uh, Torah. Not you. you really feel strongly, you know, you should stop. You'll, you'll see that a lot of things, it was more the other way. You really, you would want to do it. You're ready to do it. So no, but I, I can't. I'll be told it's really not right. I shouldn't in the final analysis. That's a little different. Usually somebody else has to stop. You have to hear it. I don't mean you don't hear it yourself. You can, but you can see which is pushing. Is it is yourself? You'd rather not? Or you find a good excuse. And the truth is you will. You'll always find it. Not that the Chazal says it in that case, but you'll, you'll find a way to apply the Chazal or whatever it is in a, in a way that'll stop you. The person doesn't see that these things aren't coming because of his balanced opinion. They're really coming from his laziness. Ashabiosa, he goveras, but seeing as laziness is overcoming him, mata daita vesichla alatayna seila. It just it just tips his das and his seichel to these tainas. Ashelo yisha, ashelo yishma, the kol chachamim. He wrote that such that he won't listen to the voice of chachamim. Vanchi adaya nachona, and those people with the correct understanding. Humasha shlomo tzavech v'omer. That's what shlomo cries out and says. Chacham atzal be'enov. The lazy man considers himself to be wiser than seven chachamim, than seven wise people. Because laziness doesn't even allow him to even to take into account uh, the words of those people who are mochiachim. He's going to consider everybody else to be mistaken, and foolish, and he thinks he's the only one who is a chacham. Hey, there's a million things. I don't know if ever happens. If you ever get a, especially if you're a kid, you know, and you get the, uh, you know, you get your new toy or whatever the thing is, and there's the big, big instructions. The first thing is in, you know, in letters the size of, you know, Kiddush Kiddush Levana letters, you know, and uh, it says, you know, uh, do not attempt to assemble this, you know, without uh, without reading the instructions, you know. Don't open right. Don't open anything without reading these instructions. Anything of oh, what am I, a dummy? I don't put these things together. I do it in my sleep, you know. Then you open it up here. Oh, this one out. This and such such a. That's how it doesn't work. You go back. The first thing is this: No matter what, uh, do not touch. Do not touch part B with your hand. It, it self-destructs immediately. Becomes radio. You know, becomes statically radioactive, etc., etc. You know, that's a zingle. You're gone. It's a million things like the laziness. The laziness forced us to believe we're going to make it. In the end, it's destructive. It stops us. It, it stops the thing. It doesn't work. Parts are missing, and you pay the price. You pay the price afterwards. The thing that we're going to learn. This I just want to say because I happen to be here live to say this, and that's the the the, the point is like this. What what Jesus will teach us, and the incredible thing about it is that Jesus makes Jesus, and everybody knows that when once you're in motion, there's nothing there's nothing better than motion to make motion. I mean true motion, and I don't mean necessarily physical motion, but when you're when you're going and, and the more zaras that we have, the more zaras we want to be, and the more more zaras we can be. And laziness is exactly the opposite. The more you're lazy, you think if you just wait, you just rest another hour, one more, and then you'll really be ready to do the thing. It's chances are, unless it was really the shem shamayim and you were going to sleep bizrizus because that was the correct thing to do. 
then most likely an hour from now it's going to be harder. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be more reasons and more excuses why uh, why you shouldn't do the thing and why you will never why you'll never get there. And once you move, it's amazing, you know. Once you once you're moving and pushing, it's such you can do three more things and you're ready to push again. It's such because you're in shape and you're happening. I mean, it's like a it's like a it's like a soldier. It's like a uh, it's like everybody's like a soldier, like a sportsman, like a businessman. When you when you're going, you just push and push and push, and you're ready and you uh, you're in shape. You're in shape and you're ready to move. There's no uh, and the truth is that even the, there it's the other way. Their resting is hard. And it's stopping is hard because you want to move and you keep moving. And again, uh, in a certain respect, as the Hebrews is a is a vote not to be dead. Jesus is a vote to be alive. Both of them have to do with deciding to be alive. But Zahiris tends more towards Zahiris tends more towards deciding, you know, deciding not to be a dead person. First side, you don't want to be dead. And then there's a point where a person decides that they want to be alive. And Jesus is a constant vote and a constant affirmation of our desire to be alive. That's what it, that's what it is. You know, a person come in and say, look, what is it? Look, you know, person says, look, I'm in bad shape. You know, I'm, I'm doing all the wrong things. Such, give me a hand. That's a vote. That's one. That's a vote not to be dead. Person says, I just don't want to not be here. Now, are we here? I have to take a look and see if we're here, if we're going to uh, make, make the move in every moment. 